Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings, greetings. What's up, everyone? Hi, this is your host, Shiloh, a.k.a. El Mayat, on Facebook, and I'm uh, doing this very, very, very uh, quick uh, broadcast to uh, weigh in on the R. Kelly I Admit um, I guess controversy, if you want to call it a controversy. And uh, so let's get at it. Uh, I just first want to greet the sisterhood. Greetings, nine my sacred sisters. Peace, protection, prosperity, and wisdom be upon we all and those we love. Uh, I have to always say that because um, as black women, we are living in some very dangerous times. Uh, The murder uh, black women, especially black mothers, this this mother hatred uh, has always been in America, but it's it seems to be at a very heightened level. Um, so, um, which is why I have implored uh, black women to create their own sisterhood clans for their own protection. You know, the uh, the ancestors showed me these times where there would be a level of mommy hatred and hatred against black women and that black men would be murdering uh, us and our daughters on an unprecedented level. And, um, you know, it it just seems like that um, uh, we as black women, we don't like to take advice from each other. Uh, if it's not coming from a black man... We, we we just can't receive it, and that's that's very unfortunate because a lot of black women are now suffering, losing their lives, being abused um, because they think all men um, are trustworthy, where else uh, another female, oh, there's an immediate distrust to another female, and, let, and, and yet the incidence of females murdering other black females is, <laughs> is damn near non-existent. I mean, I, I bet you could probably count on ten fingers um, the murders of black women at the hands of other black women. And yet we have such vitriol and distrust for one another, but black men can murder murder us, murder five of us a day, and you will have black women still trusting them. And I never understood that. And it's the same way with white men. White men can string niggas up. They can uh, murder black men. They can kill them. They can sodomize them. And black men will still find a way to go and work for the white man, sign record deals with the white man, sign music contracts with the white man. Nothing that the white man can do is ever so egregious or bad that our sons, won't figure out how how to uh, not see that, oh, it's not all of them bad. All of them ain't bad. That ain't all white men. No, it ain't all of them. But black women let us do one thing, and all of a sudden they hold the uh, um the, you know, the transgression of one black woman. I don't care if this shit happened when they were 14, 15, 16 years old. All black women are bad and fucked up because of the actions of one. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it, okay? It is what it is. Uh, I have been working for the last seven years on social media trying to warn our sisters And uh, like I said, I told sisters, hey, create your own sisterhood communities. 
you know, um, band up with other women, you know, all the time, you know, I don't just complain. I always offer solutions. So I never point out a problem to you, and I don't offer a solution. I've always told people, listen, most times we always want to link up with the people who are not in our situation. The best people for you to link up with are others who are in your similar situations, single mothers, you should be linking up with single mothers. You should not be linked up with men coming out of prison, males who have no skill in being around children or family. These are not the males that you should be <laughs> feeling safe around, especially around your children. But for some reason, we just don't think. So single fathers, you should be going after single mothers. Single mothers, why aren't you uh, uh, opening yourself up to dating men with children with, who are also single fathers? You know, um, <laughs> a, a, a black man, he's talking about he don't want a virgin. I mean, he wants nothing but virgins, but are you a virgin? How dare you think that because you ain't never been married that you should have a virgin, but are you a virgin? It's it's just ridiculous how we assume that we are entitled to something that we ourselves are not. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. Now, I myself, I am a single woman, you know, uh, I'm an empty nester, so who would I get along best with? I would get along best with other females in my same similar situation. I probably will not get along with a, uh, and I don't like the term single mother because there are no single mothers. These women were abandoned. These are abandoned mothers. So I always implore us to recorrect our uh, our labels. We have accepted labels that are there are misnomers. They are not accurate. There are no single mothers. These mothers were abandoned. They were abandoned mothers. Okay. We need to call things truthfully. We need to call them as they are. Okay. So I was listening to this video, and of course, when I'm on, uh, you know, the YT YouTube. Uh, I come across a lot of videos, and of course, you know, you know, I'm going to always put in my nine mind wisdom and input uh, on every situation because, um, you know, nine mind sisters, we always have a different and unique perspective that normally goes against the grain. You know, our perspective is never what everyone else is thinking or saying. Uh, black people just have become too liberal in their thinking. And, you know, uh, having adopted these liberal uh, uh, talking points and perspectives, uh, we literally don't have any standards anymore. We have no standards for anything. We don't hold people accountable for anything. And this has really, really destroyed us as a people. Black people are being destroyed because of our lack of standards. Um, we celebrity worship, so uh, we worship those with money, even if they're evil, even if they're immoral, even if they uh even if they're not decent people as long as they have money we forgive but let a poor person do anything simply because they are poor then all of their sins we can see them and we've got an opinion about it 
Okay, the Bible says you're not supposed to be a respecter of persons, but that's exactly what you're doing when you want to look over the sins of people with money, but people who are poor, they can't get away with nothing. They can't steal a potato. They can't get pregnant out of wedlock. It is just so evil. But let that person have money, oh, we will find an excuse to love them anyway, to celebrate them anyway, worship them anyway, and and, and, and we, we just turn them into narcissists, okay? So I'm going to go ahead on and uh, let me pull up this um, video of this girl and um uh, it's on YouTube, and uh, I'm not going to give you the YouTube link. I'm just going to let y'all hear it, okay? And then I'm going to tell y'all, uh, and then I'm going to read, and uh, and then I'm going to read, I'm going to uh, read uh, what I wrote. I hope that's not too loud. I'm just going to keep doing me. 
And speaking of journalists, he also addressed the Wendy Williams situation. Wendy Williams first was crying about R. Kelly on her show, and then she had to change her tune because advertisers threatened to pull out of her show. And so now she's allegedly mad at R. Kelly. So he says, now Wendy Williams mad with me, but I never offered her no drink. But I admit that she asked me, can I get a little Hennessy? We both turned off our phones. We drank, I smoked, we talked. I admit that I told it all, from my good point to my fault. She said, what about Aaliyah? Love. She said, what about the tape? I said, hush. I said, my lawyer said, don't say nothing. R. Kelly also addressed Spotify removing him from his playlist following the accusations against him. He said, Spotify took me off their playlist. I admit that I've been underrated. I'm not convicted, not arrested, but dragged my name in the dirt. R. Kelly also admits to being broke in the song. He says, I admit it, however, since the first day, that without knowing that I signed my publishing away, I admit it, I was young and caught up so blind that I had dyslexia, couldn't read all them contracts. Now, the truth in this message is I'm a broke-ass legend. The only reason I stay on tour is because I got to pay my rent. I never thought it would come to this to be the most disrespected artist. Then he says, I admit I had to borrow a couple M's from the label, all these hits out, but I couldn't put food on the table. I was told I had to sell my cars. I was told I couldn't get a loan, that I owed $20 million to the IRS, and they were coming to get my home. I admit I was feeling stupid staying in the home with sweets, sipping Hennessy, trying to figure out what happened to me. I'll put a link to the full lyrics and the actual song from R. Kelly if you have time to sit and listen to it while you're at work or whatever. I'll put a link in the description box. But leave a comment and let me know what you think about R. Kelly's I Admit It song. To me, these do not sound like confessions at all. To me, it sounds like he's defending himself. He's not admitting to anything. He's just defending himself against the accusations against him. So, of course, I was disappointed. So leave a comment and let me know what you think. Okay, all right, so, and of course I did just that because that's what I do. I always um, give a nine-mind perspective because black people, we have lost our ability to judge correctly, which is why we are no longer the judges. You know, we claim to be a righteous people and we claim to be God's people. And, you know, when you want to put that... um, that title up on yourself, um, you know, the main attribute of being children of God is to be just, to be righteous, to be moral, because, you know, you have to be the judges. And the reason why black people can no longer be judges is because we are no longer moral. We are no longer righteous. We are no longer just in our justice. We have become like the Gentiles. We have become like the nations. You know, they have corrupted us. And so when you are corrupted, you cannot judge. But thank goodness, I have not fallen into that. So you have to realize that there are going to be some of us that we are able to judge, and we are able to judge justly because we are not immoral. We are not unrighteous. We don't live for the world. We have not signed any contracts or oaths with the Satanists or with the corrupted ones, so that when we 
hear things and see things, we hear things and see things from a very spiritual and a very uh, um, uh, um, enlightened uh, perspective and position. And because so many people who are the go along, get along, and you know, you got all this whole LGBTQXYZ sodomite do as you will nation. Okay, those are not judges. All of them have been corrupted. So people assume that everybody' opinion matters, and the truth is, it doesn't. All of your opinions don't matter. If you are incapable of knowing right from wrong, if you are incapable of knowing justice from injustice because you yourself are not a just person, then you can't really accuse someone of injustice when you are an unjust person yourself. And sadly, this is why so many horrible things happen to black people. So many horrible things happen to us is because you come from a bloodline, you come from a family of unjust parents or unjust relatives, or just you, you, you just don't know how to judge correctly. Everything is okay with you. You know, the first thing you want to say is, well, nobody can judge because, you know, we all the same and ain't nobody perfect. You know, see, that's what, that's what immoral people love to say, nobody's perfect. But I think the person in the Bible named Jesus or Yeshua said, yeah, be ye perfect. You know, Yeshua told you to be perfect. So obviously there, are, there is a way to be perfect. Just say you don't want to be perfect. And to not be perfect is to eliminate yourself from being a judge. You know, now you may not succeed at being perfect, but you're at least supposed to try. You got people who ain't even trying to be perfect because they have already, well, ain't nobody perfect. And the first thing I tell them, I said, have you met everybody? I said, then those are lies coming out your mouth. You ain't met everybody to even make that statement. Okay, so let's let's read what I had to say about. So what I said is, so, you know, because I listened to the song, and uh, I, the part that she didn't bring up is that R. Kelly called on the hood to have his back. And I, I thought that was so funny. He said, I'm calling on the hood to have my back. You know, you know, oh, so he's the son of the hood now. Really? I, I couldn't tell. You still identify with the hood, Mr. R. Kelly? I can't tell. So this is what I said. I said, so the black Hugh Hefner now wants the hood to have his back as he molests their daughters from the hood in the same way he was molested? I said, um, shaking my damn head. Sorry, but he should have been in jail a long time ago. But it just shows how in black America celebrities, and preachers can get away with anything, which is why we hate each other so much. And this is why. If you want to know why there is so much black hate, this is why. It is because of a lack of accountability when we do wrong to one another. This is at the root of black hatred. Let me continue. We don't know how to hold those amongst us who do wrong or evil, accountable, which only allows other races to get away with similar evil or worse. 
against us too. And that's true. When other people see us not hold each other accountable, they feel like they can come in and do the same thing to us and our children or even worse. And that's exactly what they're doing. Okay? Let me continue. Robert Kelly praying off poor, gullible, uneducated black girls from his hood is inexcusable when there's plenty of step-in-the-name-of-love old bras who would gladly freak with his freaky ass since he said he was a freak. He said, I admit I'm a freak. Yeah, we already know that. Yeah, uh, it's inexcusable when there's plenty of step-in-the-name-of-love old bras who would gladly freak with his freaky ass for just some Hennessy and chicken wings. He ain't got to mess with the little girls. It's some old freaky bras that will get do Kelly won't. They love this food. They love his music. But I'm going to tell y'all why they go after the young and the innocent. This is something that has been going on for a long time, how you have to corrupt the young and the innocent. Okay? This, this, this is a ritual, people, and it's a very deadly ritual. These are the sons of Belial. The Bible talks about the sons of Belial. If you want to know who the sons of Belial is, go in the Bible, read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, and when the angels came to destroy the city, the men, the men who said, let them come out to us, you know, those are the sons of Belial. And there's a few places in the Bible where it talks about the sons of Belial. I think there's another story in the Bible where a man was traveling and he stopped in the city and um, something about, I don't know, he stopped in this city and something happened. He went to the men of the city or whatever, but somehow he sent his wife. I think he was traveling with his wife or his concubine, but somehow he sent her out and she was raped all day and all night and she showed back up and dropped dead at his door and cut her into, what, 12 pieces and sent a piece of her to each of the 12 tribes in order to get justice for something. I can't remember it clearly. Once again, you are talking about the sons of Belial. So when I say the words of sons of Belial, this is who were, and there's actually rituals that these um that these Satanists and these uh, 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 men who, 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 who join these um, organizations, there's a ritual book that they follow, and it's called uh, uh, Dragon and Belial or something like that. But, yeah, they're into all of that demonic Satanist stuff. But, yeah, R. Kelly is definitely a part of it, okay? So, um Black men, um, I'm going to continue, black men always have to ruin our black girls, which is why so many wind up unmarried as not single mothers, but as abandoned mothers. Like I said, for us to call these girls single mothers, that's a misnomer. We're not sing- we weren't single mothers. We were abandoned mothers. That's the proper term, Okay. These older black male predators have been allowed to corrupt and defile black girls in the neighborhoods of Blackistan for generations now, thus permanently ruining these girls' chances of ever landing good, educated husbands who would want them if they had remained virgins. 
okay? So this is what this is. Corrupt the girls, make sure they're not virgins, and you will ensure that there will be no good men who will want them. Now, all those scallywags and hood niggas will still fuck with them. But as far as good men, good men don't want a girl who has been sexually, you know, defiled since the age of 7, 8, 9, 10. No good man wants a female who has been deflowered by, and he doesn't even, you know, she can't even tell him um, who her first sexual experience with. All she can say it was a cousin. But usually if a man even hears that your father or stepdaddy raped you, I'm sorry, honey, he don't want you. Now, there are a few rare men who've been molested themselves who will take you, but I'm talking about good men from from good households with good education. They don't want defiled girls for wives. Only men who have been molested and raped themselves will take you on as a wife. So I know some of y'all got stories where I told my son, my story, my husband I was raped and molested, and, you know, I've been married for, you know, so-and-so. Yeah, because, you know, because he was raped and molested too. Yeah, the molested will deal with the molested. The rape will do deal with the rape, and everybody in America has been raped. So it's hard not to find somebody who ain't been in your similar position, male or female, all of black America has been molested and raped, which is why I, I stay single and unmarried, because when I started hearing the stories, I couldn't believe it. And I was like, damn, I was a foster child. You know, I came up, I said, and thankfully I, I didn't get raped, I didn't get molested, not while I was under the care of the state. So it was shocking to me to find to hear so many stories of children whose own parents and not protected them, I was literally shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. I said, now, foster children being taken advantage of and raped and molested, you can kind of see that happening because they are around people who didn't give birth to them, who are not related to them, so they're not going to care about them as much. But, you know, a lot of people, y'all was raped on your, your parents and your relatives' watch, and you are taking your anger out on everybody but them. So I tell people, you know, you got a lot of anger on you in you. Go find your mama, go find your daddy, find your uncles, your aunts, find your relatives, take that anger out on them. I don't need it. I don't need you to take it out on me. I didn't hurt you. So that's another one of our problems is we misdirect our anger and we don't take it out on the people who are the guilty ones. We find innocent people, and then we feel like we should target that rage and anger on people who had nothing to do with our situation. Now let me continue because we're going into overtime, so uh, let me wrap this up before they cut the show off. Okay, it says, um, these older black male predators have been allowed these older black male predators have been allowed to corrupt and defile black girls in the neighborhood of Blackistan for generations now, thus permanently ruining these girls' chances of ever landing good educated husbands who would want them if they had remained virgins. These girls then get permanently labeled by black men. Remember, who's always labeling us? Who's always accusing us? It's not the white man. It's our own brothers. It's all the, you know, the playing Sanhedrin and Pharisees and Sadducees. It's always our own brothers 
dogging us out, name calling us. These girls then permanently permanently these girls then get permanently labeled by black men who didn't protect them as ratchet hoes, hood beasties, bash if you hear me pause it's because the lady come on the line talking and interrupting me and so I'm probably cutting off so that's why I'm starting I'm always starting over because she's in, she's giving me a time countdown. Okay, hood beasties, bastard baby makers, makers, and every name but a child of God, while the Mr. Robert Kellys of black neighborhoods are never seen as the snakes and predators they really are. Yeah, if he's got money, oh, the men give him a pass. The women give him a pass. The elders give them a pass while the children get violated. That's black people's number one problem. We are respecters of persons with money and clout and titles and um you know you know, high positions. We 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 glorify that. Even though these people can be very, very evil. The black female takes all the blame for the sins of our black men who beguile us, corrupt us, abuse us, impregnate us, and then say we're not good enough to be wise as they go after go after their next virgin victim. Black men make sure that black girls become hoes so they can't level up, Sierra was saying in her latest video. No, they don't ever want us to be able to level up. And this is what I'm trying to get black women to see. See, this is no new situation. This has been going on for generations. Black men, as soon as they get money, they don't try to help us level up. They leave us right where they found us, right where they have kept us, at the bottom, in the poorest of neighborhoods. No businesses, no infrastructure, no protection. And then they run off to the communities of the men who have protected their women and who have allowed their women to level up. Our men escape us and then go enjoy the benefits of what other men of other tribes have created for their women. And we sit back and we don't accuse them as we should. We don't call them out as we should and say, listen, you are playing the Judas. You have betrayed us. It is time for us to appeal to the heavens for justice. And that's why I was saying, black women, you need your sisterhood, sisterhood because in your sisterhood you can appeal to the cosmic heavens through rituals for justice for you and your children. See, man is not going to give you justice. The black man ain't going to give you the justice. He is the one who has been unjust to you. The white man or the Aryan man is not going to give you justice. Why? Because you don't belong to him, and that's not his down here, is to fight for justice for a black woman. You don't belong to him. You're not his. So that's why when these sisters talk about leveling up, leaving the black man to go to the white man, I'm like, sisters, no, that ain't the answer. You're not going to solve the problem taking that type of action. Let me continue reading before this cuts off, okay? I appreciate everyone appreciate everyone for listening. Please share the podcast. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just here 
to uh, let black women know how you get justice and running from one predator to another one and back and forth and forth and back. No, you will never see justice. They are killing your daughters, honey. You better wake up. Justice comes from knowing the truth and holding the man to whom you were given to accountable. That's the only way you're going to get justice. Running to white men, running to Asian men, running to any men of another race, while you don't hold your own males accountable, you are never going to get justice. You're going to always be abused. You're going to always be taken advantage of, and you're going to always be exploited. And so you can run off and have, you know, mixed children with these men. Uh, (laughs) I don't see them faring any better because the cycle of colorism and uh, racism and color hatred and black hatred and black mommy hatred, that's going to continue. That's going to continue. And the predators are growing, so there's fewer and fewer safe neighborhoods for you to live in, so what are you going to do? Okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to level up and you don't have safe communities to live in? And then you have to live in these communities where all the other women around you are of another race and they don't like you. So taking the advice of the Brooklyn Blues and the Crystalline Karazins, you are still isolated from the greater communities of which you live in because you just because you are with a white man, that's not going to keep you safe in his community. You're not going to be safe unless you just stay in the house and just be a hold-up castle princess, meaning you don't come out, you just stay in, and you just stay online, which is what, you know, CK does. You know, she, she, she has no friends where she lives. She doesn't have a community of women or sisterhood that she can call on. Her best friend is a camera and a computer. That's what most of the swirlers, their best friends usually end up being a computer and a camera and social media. That's it. That's that's not really leveling up. That that really is not leveling up. Trust me, that's not leveling up. You want a community where you can come out, you can engage, you can be a part of the community, you can socialize, you can uh, engage in the businesses, and when you go out in public, you're not looked at all crazy and hostile. Okay, the black female takes the blame for the sins of our black men who beguile us, corrupt us, abuse us, impregnate us, and then say we're not good enough to be wise as they go after their next virgin victims. Black men make sure that black girls become hoes so they can't level up, as Sierra says. But the Kardashian sisters can all be hoes, and black men will overlook their reputations of ratchetness and still wipe them up because they don't carry the same hatred and jealousy for these foreign women the way they do for their own. Black women, you're going to have to just accept that as being the truth. Your men are jealous of you, and they hate you. And I think the main reason is because you have not held them accountable. I really believe this is where this hatred is coming from. You haven't held them accountable, okay? Uh, Let me find my place Uh, for their own. R. Kelly and men like him should be castrated. No one should be feeling sorry for this molester, least of all black women, black mothers, and black fathers. Nobody should be feeling sorry for him. So this 
I admit garbage to me. It was all garbage to me. Uh, all he did was <laughs> incriminated himself. He should be behind bars. He should really be behind bars because we know that black men, the the black collective of men will never get justice. They will never get justice. They don't know how to. See, I complained on one of my broadcasts that we as a black community, we don't know how to take out our trash. R. Kelly has been trash, and so is whoever molested him was trash. The black community should have wiped these people off the face of the earth. You have to take out your trash the way the mafia does. Every tribe or race is responsible for removing the trash from their own communities and neighborhoods. A molester is trash. A pimp is trash. A preacher exploiting women in the neighborhood is trash. These men should come up missing. But we don't take out the trash so what happens when you don't take out your trash? It piles up, it piles up, it piles up, and now you got ants, now you got roaches, now you got rats, now you got uh, uh, fruit flies, now you got all. That's what happens when you don't take out your trash. New critters and predators spring off of that trash. So if black men are not going to hold other men accountable, because that is the job of men is to hold themselves accountable, if black men are not going to hold the bad black men accountable, I have told the sisters, separate, create your own communities, and then you hold your community accountable, but have some fucking security, because trust me, you don't need security. Security, any kind of way you go off by yourself and create your own communities, you must focus and put most of your resources on security first because you must be able to secure what you're trying to build. So, yes, you must have security. And I was watching this one video, and this man said, oh, women can't never leave men. They, they can't leave. He said because they don't know how to protect themselves. They're not violent, so they would never protect themselves going off by themselves. They're just playing, ha, ha, ha. Well, black women, if you do decide to go off by yourself and create communities, understand that training and violence come along with protecting yourself and running your own community. You can't take this notion that I don't have to get a gun, I don't have to go uh, to the firing range, that I'm not going to train in martial arts and kickboxing and self-defense. You have to incorporate that into understanding this is what comes with having sacred sisterhood communities. Because we know that men, all men, are predators. In any kind of way, there's a tribe of women, good-looking women or whatever, men are coming to test you, okay? So uh, I just said uh, it's a hell no for me. R. Kelly should be erased from the hood, from the community. He is a parasite. He is a pariah. We should not be claiming him. And that is my nine-mind perspective on Robert R. Kelly. So row him away, let him go. He 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 has descended just 
too low to be brought back into the fold. And he was saying to his son, well, y'all should be using me and, you know, y'all should be uh, allowing me to make a difference. Dude, you ain't want to make no difference. Talking about his heart hurts and cries for Chirac, for Chicago. No, it don't, bruh. You on the exploitation train the same way as everybody else. Your heart don't hurt for Chirac. You jumped on, let me exploit this fucked up situation, and I'm going to motherfucking pick the easiest targets, which are always black females. They are the easiest targets. Poor black females from poor families are always easy for a black man to exploit. So, no. You are not a mentor. You are not a role model. You should not be forgiven. And no, I wouldn't let him nowhere around my sons or my daughters. You know, write R. Kelly off. Now, for those of you who want to play this forgiveness game, you play it at your own detriment. This is Shiloh. Thank you for listening to the Nine Mind Sacred Sisterhood Cosmic Frequency Blog Talk Radio Show. Peace prosperity, and most of all, protection. You want to level up, black sisters? You want to level up? Work on yourselves. Create your own communities and be a positive role model for black girls to see and get being with a man and thinking that a man should rescue you from something. We, we, we We just have to eliminate that. We have to work on ourselves. Black women, we've gone too long not holding black men accountable. You ain't fit, really, to level up with no good man from nobody else's race. Now, that's how I believe. And you got a lot of sisters that don't want to hear that. Y'all are not worthy to level up with no good man from nobody else's race. If you have not held your own men accountable, what makes you think you're entitled to a good white man, a good Asian man, a good Mexican man, a good uh, a French man, or a good Italian man? You're not qualified to have a good anything because you're not good when you can't even hold your own black sons, your own black fathers, and your own black men accountable. No race of women who don't hold the men accountable are entitled to anything good, which is why y'all are watching your daughters. Now, you just marinate on that, my sisters, because that's the truth, whether y'all want to hear it or not. And it's not going to stop until you change your mind, your lower mind, to a nine mind. Thank you for listening. Be blessed.